If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Rent prices might be going up here in Sonoma County. Starting August 1st, landlords are going to be allowed to boost rent on apartments across California by as much as 10%. It's the max that is allowed on annual rent increases under a California state law that was passed back in 2019. And a survey released by the U.S. Census Bureau on Wednesday showed that an estimated 1.5 million California households were behind on rent. So this 10% increase does not help at all. And this is not going to help your worries at all, but monkeypox is officially a public health emergency. The World Health Organization made the declaration this weekend. The official statement says the global monkeypox outbreak represents a public health emergency of international concern. Uh, So the World Health Organization Director General said, for the moment, this is an outbreak and can be stopped with the right strategies. United States is currently reporting over 2,800 possible or confirmed cases of monkeypox spread across 44 states. Washington D.C. and Puerto Rico, but from everything I read, we still need to be more worried about the coronavirus and COVID-19 rather than monkeypox, but um, just be careful because it can be transferred through skin-to-skin contact, so, you know, don't wear other people's clothes, don't brush up against someone random at the grocery store, you know, just be really careful these days. Luke Combs did a wonderful thing last Saturday. Let's get some candles burning and some records turning Luke Holmes flew a 17-year-old cancer patient named Addie and her family to a show in Columbus, Ohio. So it was really cool. There is a video going viral right now of the whole thing. You can find it on Luke Combs' Facebook and Instagram pages. So Luke put them in a luxury suite with food and drinks, and he also gave them a tour of the venue, spent some time swapping stories, and then he topped it off during his encore when he brought Addie to the stage and introduced her to the crowd. And here's what he said. Addie's going through some health things at the moment, and I came across her on social media. I had been tagged in a few things. And her biggest wish was to come out and see a show. And I want to give her the experience of what it really feels like to be up here in front of 60,000 people. And the crowd went wild, and Luke Combs' third studio album, Grown Up, is out now. Amber and Tanner in the morning. What is your favorite summertime dessert or treat? Rumors have been swirling around that the Klondike Choco Taco after a 38-year run, will be taken off shelves, and now they have confirmed it. <gasps> Not that. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever had one. I've never had one either. And the internet is freaking out. They're like, oh, "Not the Choco Taco," and I don't even think I've seen it before. Um, I've definitely seen it before, but I've never had the opportunity to try one. Yeah. I guess we won't be able to try one now. Well, it's not off store shelves yet. So, Amber, I think you and I can band together. I think if you and I eat enough Choco Tacos, they'll keep it on store shelves. They're like, why is there so many Choco Tacos sold in Santa Rosa, California? Uh, yeah, why at that random Chevron? <laughs> I, I, I am sad for people that have enjoyed this as their you know favorite summer treat and no longer. I can't imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine what it must feel like. Like if they took those strawberry shortcake popsicles off store shelves, oh, there would be mayhem. The one with the little specks on it? Exactly. Oh, yeah, those are pretty good. When I was a kid, I would collect coins 
wherever I could find them and go to the corner store by my house and buy one of those strawberry shortcake popsicles with the little speckles. Oh. Uh, Amber, what would you say was or is your favorite summertime dessert? I know that I've uh, spoken about this on the show before, but my nanny's homemade peach ice cream, it was the best thing in the world growing up, and I still crave it uh, during the summer months as an adult, and I, and I miss it so much. I'm going to have to learn how to make it myself. Yeah, and if you do learn how to make it, I would love to try it. Okay, no problem. <laughs> awesome. On our Froggy Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929, we're sharing our favorite summertime desserts. Jen from Santa Rosa says... Have you guys had Noble Folk Best Ice Cream in Sonoma County? Landon from Runner Park said, The pies at Betty's Fish and Chips are next level. Uh, Mandy from Novato says, I'll take a trip to Santa Rosa for Sift. I love their cupcakes. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. What's the weirdest t-shirt you've seen in public? Gwen Stefani. I could be happy anywhere. I was recently spotted in public wearing a shirt that said, I could hang out and make out with Blake Shelton every single day and not do anything else. <laughs> what a t-shirt. Nobody else can wear that t-shirt. I want one, but it says Cole Bledsoe on it instead. I'll buy it for you. <laughs> uh, Tanner, what's the weirdest t-shirt you've seen in public? That, that, that one's got to be up there for me, and I guess it makes sense, but what, it's still weird. What comes to mind is I was at a water park back in Washington, and this just stuck with me for years and years. said, my wife made me wear this t-shirt. And that's it. <laughs> kind of awesome. I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Now, maybe you should buy Cole that shirt. He'd, he'd wear it. You think he, so? He's just one of those people where, uh, and I've heard my friends say this about their significant others too, that they just wear the t-shirt that's on the top of the uh, drawer, in the top of the drawer, you know what I mean? I'm that way. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like plan their outfit out every day. He's one of those. Yeah. Well, maybe to work, but not if we're just hanging out, you know? Yeah. Maybe uh, Gwen should buy Blake Shelton that shirt because maybe he's the same way too. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, make out with Blake Shelton all day. I'll, I'll <laughs> wear that. just me. <laughs> all right. Well, we asked on Amber and Tanner in the morning on our Instagram, what's the weirdest t-shirt you've seen in public? And some of these are wild. Jeb from Katati said, a Reagan Bush 84 shirt on someone who I'm pretty sure wasn't even born in 1984. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny, Jeb. Uh, Kelsey from Santa Rosa says, a t-shirt featuring cartoon children performing some sort of ritual, and the caption says, activities for children, let's summon demons. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I kind of want it. <laughs> you want it? <laughs> Richard from Petaluma said, a map of West Germany and East Germany with the slogan, rebuild the wall. What? Wow, that's wild. <laughs> it's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. What set of skills do you have that make you helpful to friends and family? Normally in my life, I am tech support. Someone has a problem with the computer, someone has a problem with the TV, I'm the person they call. But Amber, I am happy to report I have been upgraded in my set of skills with friends and family. Wow. I am upgraded to furniture assembly. Thank you, thank you. Congratulations, Tanner. It's kind of like I got a Medal of Honor I was gonna, from it. I was going to ask you, did you get like a trophy or... A cookie? Like what? I got a golden plated power drum. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> well, not actually. So I had a friend that called me and they said, hey, Tanner, I need some help putting together my bed frame. Do you have any power tools or anything that you can help out with? And I went, do I have power tools? I've been waiting for this moment my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm usually not known as a handy person, but I put together this bed frame and I felt pretty good about it. So they've slept on it. It hasn't collapsed. Everything's good. Not yet. There was a couple of bolts missing in the whole set. So hopefully it stays together. Uh Oh, (laughs) okay. Well, you know what? I commend you because I tried to put together our desk in our office you were there. Yep. And uh, I had to get help with that. I was like, I don't know what's going on. What are all these pieces for? Ikea furniture is terrible to put together. <laughs> <laughs> it is atrocious. Amber, what set of skills do you have that helps your friends and family? Uh, Nothing. My friends and family don't call me for anything. Seriously? <laughs> I feel like you're a very even... skilled person. Like what? Well, See? You're great at talking. <laughs> That's something. I mean, maybe my friends call me like, you know, they're in a situation. They're like, what should I do? What should I say? Yeah. And usually I can say, oh, well, you know, maybe you should say this and try to understand their side of things. Everyone. I I feel like maybe I give you advice on life sometimes. You do. And I would say I come to you for advice probably more than nearly everybody. But as far as other skill goes, I got nothing. Listening to people and giving advice is a very valuable skill. I don't know. I got. I I don't put together furniture. I can't help you with your computer. (laughs) That does it. On our Facebook page, facebook.com/froggy929, we're talking about advice and skills that we can help other people with. Uh, David from Cloverdale says, last year I restored over 200 children's bicycles and placed them with families that couldn't afford a bicycle, and that's my talent. Wow. Yeah, that that, that one-ups what both of us did. Yeah, David's probably laughing at me like, oh, cool, you can put together a bed. You listen to people? Well, I help people. (laughs) Don from Santa Rosa said, I'm a good listener, and whenever they ask, and mostly when they don't, I tell them what I think. I'm one of the most honest people I have ever known. Oh. Hmm. Okay, I've I've been told that I'm a little too honest sometimes. So is that a good or a bad thing? I think it's a good thing. Don says it's good. Stacy Pranaluma says I'm a photographer. Need photos? I'm the go-to person. Amber and Tanner on Froggy ninety-two point nine. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy ninety-two point nine. So imagine being the kid stuck in an airport alone. Well, this was not imaginary for one 10-year-old in New York. Her parents are absolutely livid after American Airlines didn't keep them in the loop about their solo traveling 10-year-old daughter. Uh, The child was traveling from Richmond, Virginia to Boston, but she did have a connecting flight at New York's JFK Airport. Now, the kid's second flight was actually canceled, and the parents didn't know until the child called them very frantically. Uh, Misha Vargas, the 10-year-old's mother, said she called me hysterically, crying, saying the flight was canceled. I asked her to pass the phone to speak to a gate agent who said they would try to get another flight rebooked the same day. Then the child was offered a lunch voucher, but the airline then said she would have to pay for dinner before the next flight arrived. Now, Misha Vargas said she was terrified, said she didn't want to fly again, And she said, this experience has destroyed my daughter's love of traveling. Now, American Airlines has not commented on this ordeal. But my first thought was, why is a 10-year-old traveling alone? Uh, 
I said, is that even allowed? And I found out from a very quick Google search that most U.S. airlines will permit children who have reached their fifth birthday to travel unaccompanied. Now, kids ages 5 through 11 who are flying alone must usually travel uh, pursuant to special unaccompanied minor procedures. But I also read that these unaccompanied minors are only accepted on direct flights that do not require a change of aircraft or flight number. So I'm not even sure how American Airlines allowed this or what was going on with this situation and why the child had a connecting flight. Of course, I would never have the courage as a 10-year-old to navigate an airport. I barely do as a 31-year-old woman. And I don't know that I could even let my 10-year-old, if I had one, fly alone. I mean, I couldn't do it, but also I'm not a parent. So if you are, what are your thoughts? Is it, you know, the parent's fault or is it the airline's fault? Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. The Sonoma County Fair is back. It is happening August 4th through the 14th at the Sonoma County Fairgrounds. And we have a pair of tickets that you can use any day you want. All you need to do is solve today's mind bender. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. 49% of singles judge a potential partner on this because if they don't like it, they won't date them. What is it? Here's clue number one. Nothing to do with the way they dress. Here's another clue. Something they can't change. And here's clue number three. Audible or noise. Do you know the answer? Call us at 707-636-1HOP. Again, that is 636-1467. Here is Tim McGraw. Live like you were dying on today's country. Froggy, 92.9. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. I, 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 answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. 49% of singles judge a potential partner on this because if they don't like it, they won't date them. So what is it? Here's clue number one. Nothing to do with the way they dress. There's another clue. Something they can't change. And here's clue number three. Audible or noise. Brandy from Murder Park, what's your guess for today's Mindbender? Is it their voice? That is correct. Woo! Yeah. Congratulations. You are going to the Sonoma County Fair. Awesome. Okay, these tickets are good for any day of the fair. And don't forget, it's happening August 4th through the 14th. Who are you going to take with you? Probably my son. Brandy, you and your son are going to the Sonoma County Fair thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Today is Aunt and Uncle's Day. We are family. I got all my sisters with me. Do you have a wild aunt or maybe a wild uncle? So today on Aunt and Uncle's Day, I'm thinking about my Uncle Marty. I love my Uncle Marty. I love you, kid. Uncle Marty here. Now, is this your real uncle? Uh, well, it's actually my dad's cousin. <laughs> but we call him Uncle Marty. And Uncle Marty, <laughs> I don't know if this is the best thing to share, but he would come over to our house and take shots of vodka, and he'd make me take shots with him, except he'd make me take shots of Sprite. Okay. So, <laughs> just like, okay. you go, hey, Tanner, come here, kid. Come take a shot. Here's some Sprite. Why does he have this accent? I don't know. He just talks that way. He always has. I wish I knew why. He's from Washington State and he talks like he's from 
like New York or Boston or something. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like how some people in Sonoma County have a southern accent. Okay. <laughs> For some reason. I, I honestly wish I, I could describe why, uh, why, but it's just the way Uncle Marty talks. <laughs> Uncle Marty's weird. I love him. He's a weird guy. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> uh, Amber, do you have a uh, funny or wild aunt or uncle? I have a weird uncle, Mike, and my aunt makes him call... Um, my aunt makes me call him my ex uncle Mike because they're divorced, and I'm fine with that because he's a creep. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan of your uncle. I've talked about ex uncle ex uncle Mike on the show before. He used to take out his teeth and try to scare me with him when I was a kid, <laughs> and he also used to go <laughs> every time I walked in a room, and that oh, creep and that creeped me out. That's so weird. inappropriate. The teeth I do find funny, but the whistling. Not so much. It makes the teeth creepy now, right? Yeah. Not a fan. <laughs> yeah, no one is. <laughs> That's why he's your ex-uncle. Ex-uncle. Uh, Heather from Runner Park, tell us about your aunt or maybe even your uncle. My uncle, he um, thinks he's joking a lot of times, and he's it just comes off offensive the way he says it. And then like when he's at a restaurant and um, he thinks you've given bad service, he will leave you a penny. Aww. That way you know he didn't just forget to leave you a tip. Catching the catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present the neighbor dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on the neighbor dispute, we're going to talk to Mark. Mark lives in Sebastopol and he goes on runs often. And Barry Martindale is going to try to put a halt to that. Hello, this is Mark. Mark, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling you about your home in Sebastopol. Uh, yeah, okay. What, what's what's wrong? What's, what's up? It has come to my attention that you go on runs nearly every single day in your neighborhood. And I'm just going to be honest. Some of your neighbors have come together. They have contacted me to demand that those runs stop. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? They are quite offended by the short shorts that you wear. You also take breaks in front of people's homes, and you're really becoming an eyesore, Mark. Yes, I, I go on runs. People are seriously are, are reporting this, calling you in? What's ridiculous is how short your short shorts are, Mark. Wow. <laughs> oh, my. It's quite offensive um, at this point. I, I wasn't aware that this was uh, a problem or against the law. I, I um, really feel like people would have talked to me before contacting a, a lawyer. Attorney? People don't want to see your pasty legs, Mark, and I'm looking at photos, and they are quite revolting. Oh, my God. Um, Are you allowed to say that? That's really rude and disrespectful. You're rude and disrespectful to your neighbors. You're being inconsiderate. The neighborhood is not your gym. (laughs) I'm sorry. Being inconsiderate is calling attorney services on your own neighbor. I genuinely can't believe that people did this. So we need you to stop running in your neighborhood as soon as humanly possible. And if you are caught on surveillance, we're going to have to fine you. You can't stop me from running in my own neighborhood. I live here. I pay taxes here. I get to be here outside. I'm, I'm not doing anything disgraceful or, or publicly uh, wrong. I'm just exercising. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9.
Have you ever been caught or maybe you were just spying on your neighbors? Why do I always feel like I'm in the twilight zone and I always feel like somebody's watching me? I was out walking my dog this weekend as I do and I happened upon a couple that was fighting outside. <laughs> And I took Remy back to my apartment. I was like, I don't want to get in the middle of this. But I did grab our watering can that we use for our plants outside on our patio. And I walked out on our patio and I was pretending to water our plants. And I was like looking over the bushes, kind of seeing what was going on. And I saw this woman like march up her stairs and, you know, yell obscenities at her partner and it was very intense and my fiance looked out at the patio at me and he's like there's not even any water in there you don't actually (laughs) look like you're watering the plants you're making it painfully obvious but you got to know what the hot gossip is around the apartment complex right it was like my first instinct was to grab the watering can i wasn't worried about actual water i was (laughs) worried about what was going on with my neighbors right of course i mean i totally get it i get nosy (laughs) with my neighbors too uh i have a neighbor that lives to my left and he's a really interesting guy and he leaves his door open all the time and I'd be a liar if I said I didn't take a peek at his apartment. Sure. Yeah. Everyone does it a little bit and it's their fault for being out in the open screaming. Yeah. I mean my my neighbor has a bear head on his wall. Oh. I'm like, you're not going to get your deposit back. A bear head. Uh, <laughs> that means you've really been looking in there, Tanner. Yes. <laughs> I know every square inch of my neighbor's apartment. Well, uh, have you ever spied on a neighbor? We got Sue from Guerneville on the phone. Uh, have you ever spied on a neighbor, Sue? Yeah. I used to spy on a neighbor, but that was to help protect her. So I'd spy on her and see if her uh, ex-husband was coming home. Oh. She knew I was spying on her. So I guess not actually spying, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Catching them. Catching them. With these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. When did your kid give themselves a haircut? So I saw this video on TikTok last night of a two-year-old who found the clippers. Oh, Noah, where were you? To bust my hair. With what? This is where did you get that? In my room? No, I just cut my hair. I just cut my hair. No, <laughs> why not? And the kid is now bald on a side of their head. Uh, Amber, have you have you ever attempted to give yourself a haircut when you were a kid, or maybe you know a kid? No, I will tell you though. My dad gave me a haircut when I was a kid because it was like in my eyes and bothering me and he gave me the worst bowl cut I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. There's pictures and I'm like, dad, why did you do that to me? And it, and I was already a redhead when I was a kid, so it looked awful. I was not cute. <laughs> I feel bad for myself as a younger age. It's funny that you bring up bowl cuts because when I was a kid, I gave myself a bowl cut and it looked awful. Like you actually put a bowl on your head and cut it or you just like accidentally turned your hair into a bowl cut? I grabbed a pair of scissors and just cut across my forehead and (laughs) what I thought was a straight line, it was not a straight line at all. And then I try to cut across my entire head the same way and it was just (laughs) atrocious. I spent too much time alone when I was a kid and when my mom came home from work, she was so mad at me. Ooh, I can remember that day.
Where was Ryan? Where was your brother? He was probably laughing at me. <laughs> that detail I don't remember. He was probably in his room playing he, video games or something. He wasn't watching you? Oh, he never watched me. <laughs> when my brother and I were home alone, it, I was basically home alone by myself. Uh, but I, I'll never forget that. Um, <laughs> Isabel from Healdsburg, uh, you gave yourself a haircut when you were a kid too, right? Actually, I gave it to myself when I was about four. And I locked myself in my bathroom, and I cut my hair into a mullet. So my neighbors nice. called me Joe Dirt. Because <laughs> I was trying to impress a boy that lived down the street from me. The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9. Jason from Lake County, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yes, I am. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Jason from Lake County, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. All right. You want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? I'm worried because he sounds really scary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, be scared because you're going down. (laughs) Boom! Half a point bonus rewarded. Jason, here's question number one. Nick Cannon had another child. Does Nick Cannon have above or below 10 children? Below. That is correct. Question two. Cole Swindell says that he hates hearing recordings of his voice. Which country artist was Cole Swindell's biggest mentor? Was it A, Jason Aldean, B, Blake Shelton, or C, Luke Bryan? I said Blake Shelton. That is incorrect. Mm. Question three. The Simpsons will parody it in their Treehouse of Horror special. Name the famous clown in the It movies. Pennywise. Correct. Question four. Justin Moore says that he's the same now as he was when his career started. What state is Justin Moore from? Oh, I don't know. Tennessee. That is incorrect. Mm. Question five. Adele has announced the rescheduled dates for her Las Vegas residency. Finish the lyrics. Never mind, I'll find someone like... It's not that's okay. I'll give you an extra bring Amber back in. Amber, Jason from Lake County got two and a half out of five today. He's not so scary anymore. <laughs> All right. I'm assuming they were hard today, but let's see. Question one. Nick Cannon had another child. Does Nick Cannon have above or below 10 children? Oh, man. I'm going to guess above. That is incorrect. What? Close. He has eight. <laughs> so It's still so many. Yeah. Jason got that correct. Amber, you're down zero to one. Question two. Cole Swindell says that he hates hearing recordings of his voice. Which country artist was Cole Swindell's biggest mentor? Was it A, Jason Aldean, B, Blake Shelton, or C, Luke Bryan? Uh, it's C, Luke Bryan. Correct. Jason got that incorrect. Scores tied one to one. Cole Swindell worked his merch booth and still tours with Luke Bryan till this day. Here's the next question. The Simpsons will parody It in their Treehouse of Horror special. Name the famous clown in the It movies. Pennywise. Correct. Jason also got that correct. Two to two is the score. Question number four. Justin Moore says that he's the same now as he was when his career started. What state is Justin Moore from? Arkansas? That is correct. Jason got that incorrect. Amber, you're up three to two. I literally looked that up earlier. No kidding. Literally this morning, I will show you my search history. That's so crazy, you asked. That's hilarious. We are synced 
in minds. Here's question number five. Adele has announced the rescheduled dates for her Las Vegas residency. Finish the lyric. Never mind, I'll find someone like... You... <laughs> that is correct. The final score, Amber wins four to two and a half. Jason, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the phrase. Just today, though. But you're definitely scarier than me, and because we're so scared of you, we're still giving you those tickets to see Dirk Smitley. <laughs> Jason from Lake County, you're going to see Dirk Sinks to which morning show? The Amber and Jenner morning argument. Do you know someone who has thrown something funny or weird on a ceiling or a roof? I'm asking this because yesterday I got a strange craving for Fazoli's. Do you know what Fazoli's is, Tanner? Never heard of Fazoli's. <laughs> okay. It's a restaurant chain that specializes in Italian-American cuisine and dishes and things like that. Basically, it's Italian fast food. Italian fast food. Kind of, yeah. Kind of like a Sbarro? Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Um, there was one in my hometown in Milledgeville, Georgia, and my grandma used to take my cousin Corey and I there every Friday night. And <laughs> I, <laughs> I remember Fazoli so well because my cousin Corey and I used to put spitballs on their ceiling with straw paper as kids. <laughs> the poor employee that had to be like, oh, Amber was here once again. They were, there were so many by the time they eventually closed. <laughs> and I felt so bad. It was definitely my cousin Corey that talked me into it because he was the bad one. Let's be real here. I'm an innocent, cute little child. And here's my crazy cousin Corey forcing me to do spitballs. Oh, forcing you to Forced do spit. me. Because spitballs are so not fun to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, help me feel better. You did anything like this as a kid or maybe an adult? Do you know someone that threw something on a ceiling or a roof? Well, when I was in college, I know someone that was like, hey, man, we don't need cell phones anymore, man. And he threw his cell phone on the roof and he broke his phone. I think I remember you telling me about this. Yeah. and I'm, Outside of the show. And I was just like, Dane... Don't throw Dang. your dang phone on the roof. What is the matter with you? He goes, we don't need cell phones, man. <laughs> we don't, really. He goes, the government's tracking us, man. <laughs> what is, why, does every, why is everyone you know named something weird? Dane, Marty. These are not real names. <laughs> They're Washingtonian names. <laughs> All right, we got Jasmine from Roner Park on the line. Jasmine, you have a story for us, yeah? So when I was in high school, we had those like foamy-type panels on the ceiling. And me and my friends would, like, we made, like, a slingshot out of rubber bands, and we would slingshot pencils up into the roof. The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9.